I'm David Cross, and you may know me from my election integrity work, but I also own U.S. Asset Management, a family-owned and operated investment advisory practice. I'm a certified portfolio manager, and my job is to help you make better decisions with your money. One of the things we try to avoid is investing in companies that push the woke agenda. If you're invested with one of the big firms out there, there's a pretty good chance that you're feeding the beast that hates your values. Our company is 100% conservative, and we'd love to have an opportunity to work with you. Check us out at us-am.com and look for our big, proud American Eagle logo. It is necessary to investigate before legislating. But the line between investigating and persecuting is a very fine one. The investigators tell us it seems the suspect was going to pass them, then turned and fired. Laura, what you're seeing behind me is one of multiple locations. I rise to support the impeachment of President Donald J. Trump. And I'm about to talk to him about allegations that he was involved with prostitutes in Moscow and that the Russians taped it and have leverage over him. Welcome back to Information Operation. We've interviewed Patrick Byrne a lot over the years, but he's back with us after a spell. So, Patrick, thanks for coming on the show. Todd, good to be back. And you do great work. We, folks, what you folks have been doing has been so key over the last three years. I remember when you and I sort of shook hands three years ago on the idea that we're we're going out to the we're going to the mattresses. Yeah. And but we're gonna we're gonna work together. So it's been a great relationship. Thank you, Patrick. Thank you. Um, you have just announced uh, a, a shocker. <laughs> so uh, I'm going to let you. Shocker, really. Well, tell tell us, yeah, tell us what's going on with with our favorite DA in Washington D.C., Jack Smith. Well, first, I just want to point out this wonderful shirt you can get online. Truth is the new hate speech. It's one of the cleverest shirts I've seen. Uh, well. The bottom line is, so I've spent much of this year overseas, as I am now. I'm in Switzerland. And people have been wondering, are you running? Are you running? And anytime somebody says something like that, I said, no, I'm chasing. As and in running, running or hiding is what they, yeah, not running for office, but hiding is what they thought. Yeah, am I hiding? Am I fleeing? Yeah. I said, yeah. no, I'm not fleeing. I'm chasing. Uh, what I've actually been doing substantially for since midsummer, uh, or late summer, is dealing with some whistleblowers, and there's a whole mm -hmm. passel of them. And I'm not going to tell you how many a passel is, but I can tell you four of them have given beautiful affidavits, beautiful affidavits, detailed affidavits, so on and so forth. I'll break the story down into three pieces. Mm -hmm. Here are the three pieces. Jack Smith, the guy going after Trump with these kind of cockamamie. I'm no lawyer, but this legal charges seem a little strange. We can get back to that. Uh, before he was doing this, he was the special prosecutor in the International Criminal Court in The Hague. Mm -hmm. And what he was doing there was blackmailing people. Mm -hmm. He had some henchmen, Albanian henchmen. I mean, this is, these are guys right out of like, I'm, I'm waiting for Kaiser Sose to pop up. Uh, Albanian. Anyway. Uh, and they were going to thugs in Eastern Europe. He was sending henchmen to Eastern Europe to tell people, we know what you were doing in, in, in the Yugoslavian civil war or this or that, the other thing. We know you killed three people in a village 
and Jack Smith, the Americans are going to indict you back in, in The Hague. But if you will put X amount of dollars into a suitcase, I'll take it back to Jack and all your problems go away. And that X was anywhere from 400000 to $9 million. They mm. received both 7 and $9 million. Those were paid by Bitcoin. We think they took at least 30 million. We know they pursued $100 million bribe from somebody. Uh, and we have this them dead to rights on this. We've talked to the people and these people have been on the phone have had heard Jack Smith on the phone confirming this. They've had, there's all kinds of confirmation. This is, uh, and Jack Smith, his people were rather careless with their texts and never expected to answer to any of this. They there's bank records, there's text, there's Bitcoin transfers to be disclosed. Mm -hmm. uh, so we have them dead to rights on that set of claim. I'm, I have no fear at all uh, that on that on that claim. We I've talked to too many people in Europe, totally unrelated, different parties from, you know, from Kosovo to Spain and Sweden who have the same story, the same figures the same set of characters they interacted with and super mm -hmm. similar stories. There's a German lawyer, uh, you know, well, probably that, uh, I won't say any more about him, but I mean, there's, they're very, there's a couple journalists, very well, well-regarded journalists in Sweden uh, from Kosovo originally in Sweden, been there for 20 years. There's been, we have them dead to rights on, on everything I just told you. That's just point one. The second thing to know, and I corrected my deep capture. I did one little detail wrong in my deep capture. That that, I, that's your website, decapture.com. Yeah, right? yeah. decapture.com, where I first posted this on Friday yeah. evening. Uh, and that at 6 p.m. at the request of counsel. I waited mm -hmm. to the end of the week was over. And I'll tell you why. Remind me, okay. ask me why at the end of this. The second thing to know is these whistleblowers went to the DOJ. 18, 19 months ago, they went to the DOJ, called Washington, D.C., main number, laid it out, did not get a phone call back. They then called the U.S. Embassy. Eventually, they got a eventually they ended up talking to describing the situation in a, uh, and had laid out the details until a call was arranged for them with a fellow named Alan Tigger, T-I-E, yeah, well, it's in the deep capture, I-E-R, Tigger. Which hey, embassy sorry. was this? Uh, well. Or do you want to say? Well, they thought, the guy initially thought he was talking to the guy, to Alan Tigger back at the Southern District of New York, uh -huh. which is a very prestigious office, made right. probably the most prestigious it in the Eastern District of New York. Brooklyn and Manhattan are very outside of DC. Those two in LA, I think, are the really prestigious districts. He was talking to someone he thought was there and laying out how this, this extortion was going on. Uh, turns out that fellow he was talking to, Alan Tigger, was in the Hague International Criminal Court, American Special Prosecutor's Office. In other words, he was in Jack Smith's office there in The Hague, uh, which they did not quite understand. They were talking to someone in Jack Smith's so office. So the whistleblower was talking to the person they were blowing the whistle on, essentially. Yeah, well, to the number two of yeah. the person they were blowing the whistle on. <laughs> mm -hmm. That's when you're laying your guts out. When you're a whistleblower, 
uh, yeah, that's not what you want to hear. Yeah. <laughs> that's not what you find, want to find out down the road. These wow. people are so corrupt. And this was all laid out in a 90 minute Zoom call. And which was interesting, Alan Tigger spent the first few minutes of the Zoom call trying to get the whistleblower to recant. And they they, they said, we're not recanting. Uh, and they laid it all out and boom, 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 boom. And in great detail, this very fulsome conversation, 90 minutes. And apparently unbeknownst to the DOJ or against the DOJ instructions or something, they taped it. Uh, so they actually have this tape and we have this tape and it is dynamite. Wow. It is wow. dynamite. Everyone involved in that's going to go to prison. Everyone involved in that's in a cover up. Hmm. And, but you put the, now we know these two facts thoroughly. We have all the whistleblower affidavits about the extortion racket. We have what they've told us and about the phone call along with a 90 minute taped phone call. Now we get to the third and final point, which I can't say I know for certain, but I would bet long odds that this is the truth. What this 18 months ago when Jack Smith got discovered and this all got routed out to the DOJ, we think what happened is that Merrick Garland or Lisa Monaco, who I call the DOJ link, Littlefinger, she's, you know, Game of Thrones, Littlefinger, that character. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. yeah that kind of a person she's really merrick garland may be hapless it may lisa monaco may be uh the real problem there but who knows they uh we're pretty confident that what happened was they called jack smith back to dc and said listen you son of a gun we know what you've been up to last summer over in europe and we know you've been blackmailing people you're going to go to prison for the rest of your life or you're going to bring a prosecution against donald j trump and that would explain a lot because this indictment that Jack Smith has against Trump and Jack Smith has two things, the document, the document indictment and the J6 indictment. Right. Well, the document indictment, it turns out Donald Trump had an active Department of Energy clearance. So I'm not sure how you indict him for possessing these classified materials. But plus uh, the judge is not is probably going to delay that trial, too. Anyway, yeah, but yeah go ahead. And then secondly, <laughs> secondly, the J6 case and the j6 case is really wonky because you know it's a rico case and normally when you rico is racketeering and you got to establish cooperation and so to establish cooperation it's like two gangsters you normally it's like hey two gangsters burn calls todd wood and said mm -hmm. ls would you rub out luigi for me and todd wood does it and that's the cooperation that establishes that it's a it's not just a murder it's a racket it's a mafia blah, blah, blah. right they, their allegations of RICO against Trump are based on things like Donald Trump asked Mark Meadows for someone's phone number and Mark, and Mark Meadows gave yeah. him someone's phone number. And that's the cooperation that establishes it's a market. Or somebody reserved a room in the Capitol for a meeting or some crap like that. Yeah. Yeah. So that kind of, so these novel legal theories, which stretch mm -hmm. all previously known similar cases, mm -hmm. you know, way past it. One thing that would definitely explain that is that Jack Smith was being extorted. Extortionist Jack Smith was being extorted in order to bring any case he could. Then no matter how novel the legal theory, they've got a crooked judge, Judge Chutkin or whatever, Tanya Chutkin, mm -hmm. the one who, who wanted to, the Maria Butina judge, who I know something about, <laughs> I've written about on Deep Capture. And, it, you know, it would explain everything that they've brought. They don't care how preposterous the 
allegations of the indictment are, it gives them a way between the indictment and a friendly judge. It lets them tie Trump up in all this happy horseshit that he's going through where he's getting gag orders and, and, you know, they're going to try to tie him up through the election and ruin him. Uh, it would really make a lot. Of, so all I can say in that third claim, it's an inference. I can't prove it, but uh, it's given the way Washington works. And my, like I said, I'd lay pretty long odds that that's the truth. Well, so, there was, it was really weird when, uh, you know, and there's been a lot of press about it was weird for them to bring somebody from The Hague into D.C. unless he was just like a hired gun. I mean, that's the term that's been in the media, that he was a hired gun to bring here to do this. So that would make sense. Yeah, it's, maybe it's because he's a very good hired gun or maybe it's because they had something on him. They had a, yeah. had a knife to his throat and said, hey, this is going to ruin you professionally. You, mm -hmm. This is going to go on history as the craziest case ever, but you're going to join our coup. You're going to bring these these two crazy in, in, indictments against Donald Trump, or else. Mm -hmm. And you're going to and you know again, I don't know that point for certain, but the first two points I know for certain, and they certainly line up to the third. And I've sat and talked to these whistleblowers myself. I talked long enough to ascertain that this was the real deal, and then I got other people to come over from from America and backed out of the process from there. So that it's been done super formally and correctly with great legal oversight from the United States, from, from people who are extreme, you know, former federal uh, investigators and lawyers and prosecutors and stuff have been involved in this. So this has been done super. We've, they have tied a red ribbon on it and the, Oh, and here's another thing. This is not, I did not reveal this. In my deep capture, I should probably add this as a note to my deep capture. This information was all sent on Tuesday of two weeks ago. So as we speak of uh, 12 days ago, it was sent in five packages to the, the Inspector General of the Department of Justice, the Inspector General of the State Department, the Inspector General of the CIA, the inspector general of the intelligence community and a special federal whistleblower office in DC called the office of special counsel office of, I don't know, but basically a special internal affairs office. All five got it by Wednesday of 13 days ago. They've, and we've been holding out that my, the, the lawyers I've been involved in who all think I'm a hotheaded Irish guy have been saying, now hold back, Patrick, professional courtesy. We have to let them respond. You know, normally something like this, they would call. The lawyers from the other side are going to call. They're going to say, okay, this is how this is going to work. This is how it's going to proceed. No one has called. And I finally said, look, we're making this public. And they said, give us to the end of the week. This was last week. They said, give us to the end of the week so we can at least have a professional conversation with the other side. The other side is has gone... <laughs> gone radio silent they which is really quite unusual and unprofessional and among lawyers even if the two parties are lawyers try to maintain a certain uh conviviality so yeah. case we're gonna have to work together no one has responded no one has called they are just sticking their heads in the mud about this i'm sure they're off plotting somewhere how to handle this but this uh, the very in any just world this ends jack smith this ends the cases he's his is dignity and and integrity have been completely impugned uh, by these affidavits, 
and they would have to replace him and they would probably drop the indictment because the indictment's been brought by a prosecutor who now has to be under investigation himself, given all this. Of course, does the, does the Trump team have this information? The Trump team got it. I'm, I, I keep a real, you know, people, I'm not working for Donald Trump. And as yeah, you know. may know, Donald Trump and I are not yeah. besties just, or anything. I'm just, well, he has a, he has a, he, I made, I know when a, I can yeah. want to, when I want to get him something, I can get something to his lawyers and the, the lawyers I'm involved with gave him, just gave him this uh, just three or four days ago after the mm -hmm. federal government gave it to his lawyers, yeah. Trump's lawyers, after the federal government had had this for a week. It's very strange that they do not respond. Normally in any situation like this, the receiving lawyers get it and they make a phone call to the lawyer's Senate and said, okay, we got your package. This is how this is going to work so far. This is the lawyer who you're going to be talking to. This is the address you use. All this normal professional stuff, none of that has happened. And we waited almost two weeks. And then I finally said, look, I'm just going public with this. And this is what I've been referring to for a few months as, listen, there's a liver punch coming. Not a knockout blow, but there's a hard liver punch coming to the other side. And people wondered if I was bluffing. But this is what I've been stitching together all fall. So this is on our website, cdm.press. You can download the documents in the article based on your article at deepcapture.com. Um, what, what have you heard? Uh, You've heard nothing. Yeah, can can I me? ask you, can yeah. I ask you make sure when I first uploaded it, I uploaded the document with the exhibits in order to save space. I did not include the exhibits. A couple hours later, I re-upload, I found a way to compress the PDF and uploaded it all with, with well, I will make sure that that's, but I, I believe it also directs to your article too. So it's they, it should be about 75 megabytes and it's okay. about a hundred as well over a hundred pages. So sure what, what do you, and if you don't get it, just go back to deep capture. It's the one that's been up since late Friday evening. I will make sure that's out there for our audience. So Hello. what's your next step, Patrick? Um, if they're not responding, I mean, this obviously is a national issue, right? It should be. I haven't heard anywhere. This has been out for what, 24 hours and I've heard nothing. Well, my next step, this isn't my job. I've got mm -hmm. some, some legal colleagues who are running this ball down the field. I got some other projects. This was just the liver punch. Mm -hmm. I have a, you know, you hit someone in the liver and they bend over. First thing you want to do is get a knee to their chin. Mm -hmm. And I've got that knee on the way now. It's coming mm -hmm. now. You're going to see it. And just so every, you know, no matter how many of these I do, people say uh, some, there's always some doubting Thomas thinking I'm bluffing. Oh, Burns doesn't have anything else. No, look at all, every time, you know, over the last three years, I let people know ahead of time, there's a hand grenade coming on something. Oh, this one's an artillery shell. This is a, well, I'm letting mm -hmm. people know this liver punch was a very solid punch against the other side. Donald mm -hmm. Trump's lawyers can use this to completely slow down all make all kinds of demands on the court on the prosecutor that he's uh use the information in this it's very useful for trump but i got something else coming that makes this that <laughs> again they're going to wish it was only they only had to do one more liver punch i got something else it's already done it's getting packaged as we speak and uh that one is coming meh, We'll put that one is coming, I think, within a month. Mm. Uh, you're going to see something else that it's too late for it to be stopped. Everything has been documented, done, got the lawyers, is being prepared. I'm not sure that Donald Trump did not know about this, but only because through lawyer back channel lawyers. 
because do you remember a few weeks ago, Donald Trump got all confident yeah. and he said, he said something like something's going to happen in November. That's just beautiful. And then by January 15th, something even bigger, this beautiful, you know, the best thing in American history. I think he's talking he was, I, I don't mean to speak for 45 and but yeah. he's made clear and I've made clear. We're not really, you know, we didn't send it. We, we really don't like each other. He's made yeah. clear publicly. He doesn't like me. I'm not exactly, you know, uh, yeah. enamored of the guy, but that has nothing yeah, to do with You've said that to me for three or four years now. So, yeah. Yeah. But he's, I think he may have been hinting about, I think that it may have gotten through the legal grapevine what I was working on back to him probably around the beginning of November, which is why he came out and said that. I don't know that for certain, but it could well be that when he says by January 15th, there's going to be something real. He's probably talking, he may be talking about this other stuff I'm doing too. Well, he said something today to, that something like uh, Biden, you better, you know, watch out what you wish for or something like that. Yeah. So well, that was interesting. Yeah. Biden picked the fight. We're going to finish it. There's actually three more things coming. I'll tell you, there's mm -hmm. three more things, three more things. One of them is devastating. Actually, all three of them, any three of any one of these at any previous age of American history would end this presidency. I got three in the works. And wow. by the way, it doesn't matter if you kill me or arrest me, Merrick Garland. It's all you think I'm do not. Of course, I don't say this stuff before I have everything on rails, funded, funded in advance. They can lightning can hit me that today, and that doesn't affect the the time frame one iota. All three are, are on rails, just sliding down the hill. So, just to be sure, this this complaint, this whistleblower complaint, has been filed, right? I mean, it's oh yeah, yeah. I think we're suing for because there's some concept in law. If he took as much as a hundred million dollars of bribes, which is mm -hmm. what may be possible, there's some concept that he was converting his legal position into some. Pro so we're suing under a theory that we deserve thirty percent of whatever his bribe is. So there's uh. nothing, you know. Uh, they, they can't make this go away. They can't make this go away. Anything else, Patrick? You want the audience to know? Yeah, I'm not bluffing. This was a beautiful. A beautiful you you Todd, you put the, the whistleblower filing up there. Feel free. It's it's like reading an espionage novel. The affidavits attached and the exhibits you gotta read. Uh, but I'm not bluffing when I say there's more <laughs> more punches about to rain down on them. Uh I, it's it's funny. If people wonder how aren't you afraid to go back to America? It's just the opposite. I kind of I kind of even it's kind of funny, even if they kill me, this all happens. So I so I it may happen even with more of a bang. So I'm I'm very happy with this work. It was a good it was a good, solid effort. I had some wonderful colleagues. You know, these Green Berets you see me around with a lot. Yeah, they're I met very, some of them. Yeah. Yeah. They're very capable, real Swiss Army knives. They really can do a whole bunch of different things. <laughs> and they, I give a lot of credit to several of them were key in, in getting all this developed as well as some retired federal prosecutors and hotshot lawyers and stuff uh, and federal investigators. So, mm -hmm. I mean, we anticipate that of course this has to go through a lot of legal scrutiny. So this was done with, with white gloves. It is impeccable, impeccable. There's nothing they can impugn about my involvement. I was not deeply involved. I was sort of involved at the initial stages with each person just to make 
just to hear the story and get things rolling with them. But they, they got a real problem on their hands. And the fact that in 12 days they've yet to answer tells us, I think they don't know whether to shit or wind their wrist, wristwatch. I think yeah. they're so, this wow. is so problematic for them. So real personal question. How's your health? I know you've had some challenges in the past. How are things? I had a tumor. I announced it publicly. I was getting the surgery. So uh, back in the uh, beginning of the year, so I'll say, yeah, in May, I had a tumor taken out here. It was on my my brachial nerve. So mm -hmm. it was like having a toothache from here to here, about 12 hours a day. That Dude. has been about 90% resolved. I'm doing much better. I'm quite happy. And Good. Uh, Good to just hear. chugging on. Patrick, thanks for your time. And uh, when you get something new, please let me know. You'll, you'll be, I'd love, I look forward to appearing on CD media again with you, Todd. Thank you very much. Take care, sir. Cheers. Take Bye. care, sir.